We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. No, Why do you keep taking it? Who welcome? You're listening to Off the Rails. I'm your host, Doug. I can't remember my name for a second. With me, as always, my co-host, William. He's clutch. Ready to yeah, go? shake hands. We were gonna, was that us? Yeah. We were going to shake hands? Is it that... doesn't matter. Douglas, I'm here in the darkness. I have light right over me, but so... I guess it's it needs to be a little bit further back. And yeah. I'm just, so you're just going to, we're just going to have to deal with me in the darkness. It's not that bad. I think whenever on playback, it's much better. I noticed last time we potted, which was, I think, a couple years ago, um, the I remember commenting and even Snapchatted mm-hmm. how terrible you looked in your video. Not you personally, how shitty the quality was. Right now, it's very grainy. Um, but in the playback, everything was perfectly it does fine. It a little message that the so playback I think, be uh, I think you'll probably be a... Yeah. It, it did say that? That's the thing? Oh. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, speaking of the lights, uh, I was hard pressed to have any light, period. Um, I have one light in my living room and it's a real small light. And then I have another light pole over here to the right, but the lights are burnt out in it. And so is the light that's in the, as soon as you open the door and you turn on your light and to go down the stairs, that light's burnt out. The light in my dining room is burnt out. The light in my little bitty little hallway leading to my bedroom bathroom is burnt out. Um, so that light I share currently with the kitchen. So when I get done with this pod, I will take that light bulb out of the lamp and go put it in the kitchen. I keep forgetting to go buy light bulbs. I'm in dire need of light bulbs. But as you know, I don't believe in light. I don't. I don't need light. I've complained. I've. I've mentioned a lot that I don't. We don't use lights in this house. The only time we use lights are when we're going to the bathroom, when we're going into but somewhere to do some light. Like, but I believe in lights. Lights light. are necessary. I just don't believe in using them the entire even when anytime my eyes are open so and I'm awake, I don't feel exists. I need to have lights. Whereas if I do believe light. I believe in light. I know that mm-hmm. light exists as we speak of light. I know that it is real. I know that it exists. And I do believe in having the ability to have light in your house. I just don't take advantage of light very often. I feel like I've commented on the fact that when I went to go visit you, uh, every single light in the house was on at night. Except for like maybe the bedroom and bathroom lights, but I feel like all the kitchen area lights and all there's multiple lights in the living room are on, and I just don't understand like the see, need man. for like all that it. light. Yeah. yeah, 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 and that makes sense. You've got a family, you've got people to look at. I'm all alone as I said. No, okay. I didn't know that was going to happen. <sighs> yep. yep, I don't have anybody to look at. That's fine. Whoa, I didn't know that was going to happen. I know we were going to touch on, we are going to hit emotions. I don't need light. So anyways, 
I, th- I was I, when I was setting up it was very dark that in my living room and I was like I need another Your light looks light great. I'll and just the, go snag one out of the kitchen. Back. It's my You've done a great job with lighting. Thanks. Correct. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, it's going to be it's it's important because we had multiple people comment on uh, the YouTube. Maybe not directly on the YouTube video of this podcast, of the last podcast, but I did have people on Facebook, maybe on Instagram, on a reel. I did not I did a reel. I don't know where that reel's at or what platform or how to find that reel, but somebody commented on the reel about, we've had how many, do you know how many uh, views we've 17. had on YouTube? <laughs> Higher than that, Bubba. Listen. Okay. I want to prepare you for retirement. I want you to know that YouTube is going to be our way to financial freedom. Here's what we need to start monetizing our YouTube channel. All right. 1,000 followers. 4,000 hours of viewing within a rolling 12-month period. And once we have... Both uh, 1,000 followers and 4,000 hours of viewed footage within 12 months, we can start monetizing this thing and making that big YouTube money so that when somebody's like, what do you do? We can just say YouTube. You know what I mean? So currently we're at nine followers. Okay. 1,000. 1,000. 1,000. And uh, last I looked, we had 24 views on our YouTube video. However, those 24 views only equated to 4.9 hours. And our podcast, I believe, was two hours that week. So I don't think anybody's actually made it through the whole thing. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. We got to be able to grab them at the yeah, beginning. I don't, and last so, week you said we didn't do the theme song, so that we did, but we got it in this. Going to be huge. It's gonna so that's going to be the difference. It's it's exciting. I just want you to realize the possibilities and what's going to happen. So you got to get out there. You got to start pounding the pavement. Yeah. You used to be a street team kind of guy. Roots. So you need to go back to your roots. Yeah, I was going to say, we really need to figure yeah. out how to promote this show because it is a struggle. Like, I have like 47 followers on Twitter, and I think 40 of them are inactive. Uh, and I don't have a lot of Instagram <laughs> folks that won't do the Facebook. So, I, like, my reach yeah. is pretty small. Pretty small. And I need to figure yeah. out, we need to know a way, yeah. much like what you're learning with the um, the metaverse and I'm doing with NFTs and bringing to the people. We need to figure out the way on how we promote this show yeah. and get more eyeballs and ears onto the show. Uh-huh. Right. Well, that's when we're going to need our, mm-hmm. our faithful listeners to share and spread the word as well. Right here and subscribe. Um, and like I said, you, know you I remember. Hit that button. Yeah, just, yeah. Go ahead right now. Take this opportunity. Go ahead and click sus- subscribe. Go ahead and hit the like button. Pound that like button. Pound that like button. And if you could leave a comment, as even a, some sort of emoji, negative, positive, it doesn't matter. That's how we get in the algorithm. That's how we get in the algorithm. as well, the algorithm. 
It's yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm well versed on the algorithm, uh, so that's exciting. So, as I was saying, you used to pound the pavements yep, with yep, your street yep. team music stuff, which I joined you one time. Very exciting evening in the cold snow. Let's do it. Get on it. I'm excited. Do it. I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's been a few weeks since we All last right. were able to join. Perfect. Life is just man, busy, busy life. Mainly, just, just mainly the two kids. Really, it is busy life. Really compacting that schedule of mine and making life a little bit more difficult. But I'm, I'm glad to be here, ready to talk. What we what we about? We made we made it happen. Well, first we're going to do what we always do to get things started with a nice little drink review, a little get a yeah, cold, yeah. tasty so beverage in us. You want to start things off? A, I'm, I, my next three selections are all pretty similar. Uh, it's the we're on to the mules. This one is a London Mule Gin. I don't think I'm going to like that. Gin with natural ginger. I do like ginger oh. and lemon lime flavor. Um, can you shine it, a little light on that can with the phone, maybe? All so my we drinks can are starting guarantee. to be gluten-free. How do we How do we shine a light? Yep. The, the, the other way that? from the front? Like this way? There, it's a, there we go. I've seen those before. That same company makes oh, I got like four or five different mule fridge. flavors. Yeah. Today we went with the London nice. mule. I'm trying to see if we got a percentage of alcohol, but I'm not seeing it anywhere. And I'm blind currently. I don't. Oh, 10 proof. So it's only 5%. Wow. Oh, yeah, so well, that's 5% is not better great. than what I'm about to bring. I prefer it to be 10% and above, but we'll give it a shot. Here we go. Yeah. While you pop the top on that, have you? Well, that was loud. No, have I've, you ever I've only heard been of a London with, mule, uh, Moscow mules, and all these other mules that are coming around? I've never heard or tried any. Yeah. Perfect. <sighs> See, the ginger is really key, and the ginger does a lot for this drink. I don't really taste the gin. It's pretty good. It's pretty refreshing. I just love ginger with my alcoholic drinks. The lemon lime, the, the the ginger and the lemon lime really stand out to where I don't really notice the gin. So I give this an, an A. It's a good drink. Very tasty. Was a little, I wish it was stronger, but it's, nice. it's a good. With this heat out here, Douglas, we're going to talk about the heat. Wow, man. This is a refreshing, refreshing drink. Okay. Good. Good. That's good. That's awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to be going with a uh, – let's go ahead and – I'm going with the Jack Daniels Southern Peach. I don't know what it's. It's 4.8%. Jack Daniels yeah. Southern Peach is a big old can. I don't know what it is. The 23.5 ounce one pint plus can. 4.8%. I would like it to be over five, as we uh, always mention. I don't know what it's uh, Southern Peach. Let's give it a shot. I don't know if it's tea or what, but here we go. It's... Oh, that's delicious. That's got a nice, solid peach oh, flavor. You like peach? I like you peach. Like peach. I don't know. Well, but I, don't, I don't taste any alcohol. That's the thing. It has zero alcohol flavor whatsoever. It simply tastes like a fizzy peach drink with the, not a lot of fizz to it, 
Um, I don't know if it tastes. I just it's it's fizzy peach, and it's delightful. Yeah, I will you definitely bring have word delightful again in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's in winter whenever I say it's delightful. William, let's talk about that heat. You said it's uh, oh, you're having some heat. Today we got a record high. We're I think at. we're going to have a whole bunch of record highs over the next ten days. All time record today in Fayetteville is 103. Douglas. Uh, also a record in Fort Smith, which is down in the River Valley. For those who are not familiar with Arkansas, I live up in the mountains in Fayetteville, 103, Fort Smith, Fayetteville right here, Fort Smith right here, 108, Fort Smith, 103, Fayetteville. It's ridiculous. Douglas, I just want to say I, I drive home every day from work between 5 and 545. I don't understand what people are doing outside exerting energy in 104 degree. What Like, what are you doing? What what are you doing? It's ridiculous. What are what I, I are they doing? You see them. What smart. are they doing? You know, Doug. I don't think people realize when their organs are going to start shutting down on them due to heat stroke. And I just don't think it's very smart. You know what else I don't like? I don't like to see people walking their dogs out in a hundred degree heat. That pavement has got to be like one hundred fifteen, one hundred twenty degrees. That doesn't feel good on the dog's feet. Yeah. Get out of the heat. You need to go in the morning. Before work or school, you need to go at night. Okay. Between the hours of like 11 and 7, you really should not be outside exerting energy, sweating for no reason whatsoever. You're not, unless your body is your salary, I don't need to see you outside doing stuff. You should be. Could you give me a, a couple examples of uh, what somebody well, you know, like whose body athlete, is their salary would model, be doing? Perhaps someone who's who sculpted okay. their body for, and that's how they make their money. An Instagram influencer, you know, someone like that. Someone who's who everything they do is their body. That's their money. But even then, you got to be smart. You got to be smart. So hydrate. I just, it concerns me to see people out there running when you don't know what it's doing to the inside of your organs, because heat stroke, the only way you know you're having a heat stroke is uh, when the stroke has already happened, when it's too There's signs. Whenever you mm-hmm. are sweat, whenever you stop sweating. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. It's already hot. too late, right? You're it's already up. too late at that point. You can't do anything. Well, is it too late? That just yeah. means you need to, you need to get inside Immediately, you need to get covered in some coldness and start throwing some cold and getting your internal temp back regulated. You got to be weary of the signs, obviously. Well, you don't. He, I, those people are out exercising. I'm assuming you just said they're out being dumb, exerting uh, energy. So you're talking about being like jogging, going for a walk from my walking to their my dog house outside the interstate, and people are out jogging, bicycling, walking, uh, running, whatever else you do on a trail that doing it's ridiculous it makes no sense i agree i mean i agree with all of that do you and you don't feel that they're being smart with hydration well, you don't I mean, see them with hydration i know they're not being smart because they're out in 104 degree weather it's already that's that's not a good hydration station patient thing but no very rarely do i see someone who's running on the trail have a bottle of water with them in one hand because nobody wants to run with that. It's it's it's, a, it's an obstacle. It's a hindrance to your running. It's... Do you feel that the animals look as if their uh, oh. pawpaw patches are in pain? 
Do you see like a weird walk like, like a you would walk that would no, they can't be comfortable. Yeah, like just, shit that's hot. Like, like I myself when I walk on the side. I mean, I agree with you. Steps. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Let me turn back around here for a second. I know the pets yeah. are feeling that, and I just it's it's poor pet ownership. Just you know how you get road rage at people who just do. I mean, I agree with you. on your snaps. I that's how I am when I yeah. pass people. Where'd yeah. you go? Are you there, Douglas? Yeah, it says your internet is weak, Doug. Yeah, Don't right. worry. Yeah, you're here. still recording at high quality. Uh, but that's the way I am when I pass these people, Douglas. I'm just I'm yelling. I have the windows your up in my air conditioner on, but I'm yelling. Get inside! What are you doing? What are you doing? Get inside! Drink water. Do you think maybe? Do you think maybe you should start yelling uh, with your windows down so they can actually hear you? So you might actually save a life. life. They've made their decisions. They're they're already out and about. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna change their mind. But well, I think as long as you do what you can do to make sure that you are staying hydrated and you are staying safe, follow your rules of proper heat management, and that's really all you can do. You've got the word out to. Going out now, it's going to reach upwards to 60 people on Anchor. And who knows, up to 20 people on YouTube. So if we could just reach one person, person, right? That's all you. One person. When when you get it on your phone, those heat excessive warnings, heat excessive warnings don't mean to get outside and run. That's not what it means. They actually tell you in those warnings that you should perhaps stay indoors. Listen, I've done a lot of uh, dug dashing in the uh, 100 degree weather lately, and it's it's absolutely miserable. It is, uh, it's just, I hate every minute of it, but I definitely stay hydrated the whole time, and uh, you do the best that you can. But we've had some really hot days. Ours has been heat index. I, we've had some, a uh, couple weeks ago, we had some 100, 306, 108 heat index. Um, but I don't know if we've reached an actual hundred and three temperature yeah. wise. So it's stay cool to the best of your ability, of, folks. It's been like a two to three week stretch. It's been, it's been miserable. And it's one of the hottest stretches I can recall in quite some time, quite some time. Like people aren't going to go out and see a tornado and start running. You know what I'm saying? That's, they're not going to do that. You, and so like, you just have to pretend that the heat is a tornado and you're not going to go out there. It's ridiculous. Like you physically oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're not going to go, oh, there's a tornado. I'm going to, honey, I'm going to go out for my jog. But there's a tornado. The heat yeah. is not jogging weather either. Yeah, it's not jogging weather. Save your pets. Stay inside and exercise. Save your pets. William, I had the pleasure nice. of seeing uh, Adam last week. Adam came into town with his lovely girlfriend, and we got together and had some drinks over at uh, my favorite place of beverage drinking, the pub. Uh, it was great to see him. It was my first time meeting her. Very nice young lady. We had a wonderful time hanging out. Um, we discussed some stuff, but I don't know I was given... Can't talk about maybe, and... I shouldn't have even brought it up that much because then whatever. So Adam, it was great to see you and you. I got to take, went and checked out the Tesla. I haven't actually ridden in a Tesla yet. That was my first experience with the Tesla driving. Um, and of course, he showed off every bell and whistle there is. 
And the final thing, you know that there's, I don't know what mode it's called, but you hit some button and the, the music starts playing outside. There's a car light show. The windows start dancing. Uh, interior yeah. lights are going off. You know what I'm referring to? If I had a Tesla, I would use sure. that every time I was going towards my car. So if I was like on O Street and I was leaving a bar and my car is parked across the street, and as as I'm walking up from a block away, I'd power that bad boy on and watch the show from a distance, kind of like uh, theme music, having a welcome band, yeah. having an entrance or an exit. Mm-hmm. When I leave, probably have to do that show. When I get in the car, I'd probably have to do that show. Well, I don't ever see anybody yeah, ever Adam's doing. Adam's very crafty. He's going to figure opportunities. out every bell and whistle of his whatever t- electronic thing is. And like 98% of people just don't do what Adam does. Adam's going to look into it. And he's going to figure out all the cool stuff that is with it. And yeah. most of us just don't do that. And I, I think that's the... So to me, the Tesla is the perfect vehicle for a person like Adam. Yeah. Very tech savvy. So yes, it was great seeing Adam. Shout out to Adam, friend of the pod, Adam. Um, also, job news, the Doug Dashing is going to be coming to a uh, not a halt. We're going to obviously be dropping down on the Doug Dashing as I got that I job I referred to. I heard um, on Snap. Yeah, I got No, I didn't make any any reference to the job in any way. I don't. I start next Monday. Um, I, they reached out to me two weeks ago. Said they'd like to offer me the position. I accepted. Said that I would hear back from them. I didn't for a whole another week. Um, at which time they said you can start next Monday, or this coming Monday, or the following Monday if you'd like. It was my birthday that weekend, and I knew I'd be going hard all weekend, so I opted for. Of course. The 25th. Anytime you can kind of halt the start, you should always halt it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. And uh, I'm excited to get started at a place called Presage Analytics on Monday the 25th, working from home. This will be my first time at at home working position. Uh, So pretty excited about it. We'll see how things go. Things about it. Because based off of what you just told me, I don't know anything. There's nothing. It's a sales. It's a. It's kind of a sales position, um, with the potential for some immediate growth. That is very, very exciting possibilities lie ahead. Um, we'll hours? see what happens because I don't know What's how far things are going to go. But what happened? I have no clue. I'm waiting to hear back. I was told that I would get uh, some H, some stuff from HR as far as getting started and I guess stuff that they would need me to send them and starting, I haven't Monday. got anything as of yet, but it's only Tuesday. 25th. And you don't it's know the 25th. Day yes. Or nine. It's day. It's day hours. It's for like nine to four, nine to five. It's daytime. Cool. Hours. So yeah, yeah. your retirement no weekends. is officially coming to an end. Yeah. Four years of, uh, Four years of not working. I think 2019 is when I last had a, a real job other than like this stupid DoorDash. Um, yeah. And it's been a fantastic run. I've absolutely, absolutely been enjoying life of, of retirement, but it's got to come to an end because uh, a life of retirement without bringing in sure. income 
is a very difficult life at times um, because, yeah. So that's happening the 25th. I'm excited, nervous, because I haven't worked in so long. All right. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting started. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Speaking of birthdays, it was your mother's birthday right after my birthday. And it was before mine. When is hers? Ah, okay. I thought she was the 17th. Um, yeah. You guys went to go visit your mother and had an absolute amazing birthday present that you gave your mom. I thought it was probably the best birthday present she's ever received. It was absolutely phenomenal. Why don't you tell yeah, everybody I, what I, you I got bought, mom's uh, went on a little birthday. hunt uh, through Northwest Arkansas, and I bought... It's my mom's 75th birthday, obviously a big milestone in life. And so for her 75th birthday, I, I went, is that a toilet? What was that? What was going on? Is that an applause? Okay. Uh, I went and found 75 of the mini Corbell Brute bottles, 75 Corbell Brute bottles for her 75th birthday. That is fantastic. Um your mother is a Loves, fan of drinking the small it, bottles yeah. of champagne. Yeah, Scotch drinker, but a few years that's ago her. she turned into basically a Corbell brute drinker. That's all she ever drinks. She doesn't want the big bottles. She does get the big bottles because it's hard to find those small bottles, but she prefers the uh, the mini Corbell brute bottles. So anytime her stomach is upset, she drinks one. Anytime she's feeling low, she drinks one. Anytime she's feeling high, she drinks one. She's a big Corbell brute drinker. No, we had to to do a hunt. Um, So the first night, I went to Walgreens and Walmarts to start, and that was a fail. Um, And then our liquor store over here in Weddington had 16 of them, I want to say. And then McAdoodles had like 15. And then we kind of, I hit like a wall where I went to like 10 different places and couldn't find anything um, before I was able to uh, scavenger like, I want to say 16 more at three other locations and then erica got on the horn the friday so friday we went on saturday or sunday and friday erica got on the horn and called like 20 liquor stores um and the majority of them didn't have them but she found one liquor store in rogers that was close to where i was working which was lucky that had the remaining we were 20 short they had uh, 24 of them so we reserved all 24 and scooped them up after work for our 75 so it it yeah, it took uh, it, it took some driving. Erica 75. wanted me to call her. I just wanted to go to the liquor store, to the liquor store, to the liquor store. I thought that was a little bit more adventurous and a little bit more fun, but it was also discouraging because nobody had anything. Um, but yeah, we we found them all. And you, uh, thankfully, you you started. Uh, you didn't wait till like the yeah. weekend before, right? You. You hit the. I'm asking, did you no, hit this, this early, this or was this a mad because rush? We were struggling to come up with what exactly you should get somebody for their 75th birthday because my mom doesn't really leave the house; she's a homebody. Yeah, uh, and so it was really difficult. And then Erica came yeah. up with the idea: what about 75 Corbell root bottles? Because Erica's a genius, and that's, that makes perfect sense to me. Yes, uh, because before this, her favorite gift is that Erica bought her a bunch of, I think it was Hunt's ketchup. A few years back, and man, she loved that present. She was so ecstatic. And so we knew something like that would be pretty big, and it worked out. And Erica Erica packed them all individually up 
Um, and so when she opened up and she Snapchatted as well, my mom just burst of tears. It was great. Yes. Yes. I, thankfully, I had the pleasure of seeing that Snapchat. And it was absolutely just, it was brilliant. I loved it. And when she told me that you guys uh, got her the 75 mini bottles, I was like, that's just hands down the most perfect gift to get Linda. It was absolutely fantastic. But you guys, you outdid yourself. Good job. Good job. Good job. Let's jump in. We've got 28 minutes. We're trying to keep this at one hour and done. And so let's jump in to what's in the news with Will and Doug. William, I've got one, two, three, four, five absolutely ridiculous news articles that we're going to discuss this evening on what's Doug, in the news with Will and Doug. And the first... I know, but oh, we didn't talk Well, about I mentioned that I had a birthday. birthday at some first point. off, happy birthday to you. Just happened this past weekend, oh, Saturday, thank right? Thank you. Thank you. It, it was Saturday, July the 16th. Yes, I didn't do I went to Kansas City, um, drove to Kansas City, had lunch with my father. My father's in Joplin, Missouri. So the halfway point between the two of us is Kansas City. So we drove to Kansas City. Both of us met at Joe's KC Barbecue at the gas station location. I believe it's their first ever location. Uh, got there at 1145, had a nice barbecue lunch. We got there. We were the first ones outside of the door for the line. So there was a nice, healthy line already forming. Um, and the entire time we were there, the line was outside the building, all the way down in front of the building the whole time we were there. Uh, it was very good. I love that place. It's absolutely delicious. I went with the three meat. No, the two meat. One rib. The one, <laughs> the rib, one meat combo. Three ribs. I got a side of this little sausage. They cut up the sausage, a thing of potato salad, and an Arnold Palmer. Uh, my father stood in line all of that time. He used to work in Kansas City, but he never heard of Joe's, which I thought was odd. Um, he'd never been there before. We stood in line for 30 minutes so that he could get a sausage sandwich. Um, and when we sat down, and I was like, I got to be honest with you, Pops, I'm a little shocked you got a sausage sandwich and he goes yeah me too i usually get either brisket or ribs and i was like well why i'm confused what these people are not standing in line for a sausage sandwich what and you normally get ribs or brisket he goes yeah i don't I, he didn't really have a response to that um he's 72 so it's possible his He's getting, he's, his mind's not working properly, obviously. So I says, well, their ribs are phenomenal. Have one of my ribs. Don't just try it. Like, take, here's a whole rib. Take the goddamn rib. No, no, because then I'll want more ribs. And I'm like, I don't understand why we stood in line for you. To, I said, eat a fucking rib. He wouldn't eat the rib. Under no circumstances could I get him to take the rib. I couldn't get him to try a piece of rib meat. So he sat there and ate his sausage sandwich with his fork and didn't eat the bread. Uh, it was the oddest thing. I don't, okay, good for you, Pops. He seemed to have enjoyed himself. We had a good time. Um, I left there. So three ribs and the little pile of sausage isn't going to really, it's a good meal. 
but it's not going to like make me go, whew, boy, I had a lot to eat today. And I did that on purpose because I found out that Kansas City now has Whataburger, which is just some of the best news I've heard in years, thanks to Patrick Mahomes, who brought in three Whataburgers, from my understanding. So when I left Joe's, um, I then went to Whataburger on my way home for dessert and had a double cheeseburger, um, and it was absolutely phenomenal. And I had another Arnold Palmer at the Whataburger. Uh, I was upset because it was standing room only. I was very hot. I wanted to sit down and enjoy my burger inside the restaurant, but there was not one available seat. There wasn't even a seat for me to be like, hey, do you mind if I sit with you? type of a sitting seat. Like I couldn't even butt in with some strangers and say, can I be part of the family for a half hour while I eat my burger? It was that crowded. It was like a goddamn Chick-fil-A. Um, but it was, I got it to go, ate it on the way home and it was phenomenal. And that's it. I drove to Kansas city, spent an hour at Joe's, got a burger, turned around uh-huh. and drove right back home. I was home by five o'clock. From then I met people at a bar at seven thirty. And I stayed there till probably one and had a fantastic time at the bar. All right. Back to the news. That was my birthday. Yeah. What's in the news with Will and Doug? You Uh, sent me an article. Do you remember what you sent to me? It's the first thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, we can get it. Do you have uh, the background information on that? The weird. I mean, I've got it. I've got it right here in front of me. Um, it's absolutely, it's, it's, wow. I can't believe this happened. Um, in Ada, Oklahoma, a noodler, the, the topic, the title, the art, the headline. Jesus. Oklahoma noodler confesses to killing fellow fishermen over Bigfoot fears. Uh, I just like you the fact the information that, or I mean, only in Oklahoma is a noodler going to be in the news for murdering a friend, right? I mean, where else are we going to see articles about noodlers? Yeah. So uh, these two guys, I'm guessing they're friends. I, I, I imagine they're friends. They're noodlers. They go to noodling yeah. together. Uh, they made uh, the uh, Larry Sanders, 53, uh, confessed to killing a fellow fisherman out of fear he'd be left alone in the wilderness to be eaten by Bigfoots. Uh, they, he choked, they got into a scuffle. I'm guessing there was alcohol involved, maybe some harder drugs involved. They got into a scuffle. He ended up choking his friend to death and then leaving him in the woods, uh, before coming clean. I don't know why he decided to come clean. Um, but I, I figured perhaps he sobered up after 72 to 96 hours and was like, I should probably confess to my sins. Uh, so Sanders and Knighton, uh, Knighton was, I'm trying to, Jimmy Glenn Knighton. So Larry Doyle Sanders, two guys with three names. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Glenn Knighton. 53. Uh, was the person who was deceased. They had gone noodling in the South Canadian River. Sanders said the two men had gotten into a physical altercation. Larry claimed that while at the river, he discovered Jimmy intended to feed him to Sasquatch Bigfoot. Larry indicated Jimmy attempted to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. Larry confirmed he killed Jimmy by choking him to death near the river. 
Uh, so he confessed it. He drew a map and shared the details of where investigators could find that yep. body. I'm shocked that he was able to draw a map and lead them to the body, right? That's surprising by itself. Uh, they found the body on Sunday, believed to be of night. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's. Well, I mean, what was Larry to do? Jimmy, he's afraid that Jimmy is bouncing so that Jimmy, I got, I don't know what, I would like to know what kind of conversation they had that made Larry yeah, think I mean, that he was going to be eaten said by that the Sasquatch. Is a human eater. Everybody knows that? Oh, that's just the first thing I thought when I heard the story is like Bigfoot. Yeah, people, I've never heard in my life. Big this Harry and the Hendersons was a fairy tale. Okay, just because Harry loved the Henderson family, Sasquatch is going to kill and eat humans. They're carnivores. They're out there eating deer and antelope and bunny rabbits and squirrels. And if a juicy human comes around and they're able to get their big furry mitts on that thing, you better believe they're, it's a delicatessen. Humans are a delicatessen. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Just, this, this was news to me. Uh, and it's clear. I think it's clear that Larry and Jimmy have had previous conversations about Bigfoot. And Larry probably yeah, laid down the law probably. before they even went noodling. They probably have been noodling together for a while because of the freaking Bigfoot situation. And now they had a discussion. Look. Yeah, I'll go noodling with you, but if you bring up Bigfoot one damn time, yeah, there's going to be issues. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jimmy's always been fucking with Larry and be like, "I'm gonna leave you out the next time we go noodling. I'm gonna leave you out there and let the Sasquatch eat you." And Larry's like, "Man, I'm telling you, I'm not having this. Don't you dare try to leave me out there to get eaten by a Sasquatch. I swear to God, I will kill you. I will murk you, leave you for dead, so that the Sasquatch eats you." And I'm going home alive. Don't be screwing with me. I mean, what does it even mean? Played out, right? Like, is he gonna tie him down? I mean, is, or is he just leaving? Like, no. It's from what I read in the article. It felt like to me that say you and I go out to we're out noodling together, but you you kind of like maybe I got my back turned. I'm looking at something. I'm cleaning off a fish, or I'm wiping off my hands, or. Maybe I'm over here taking a piss because we've been boozing it up all day while we're noodling. And I turn around and you've been hightailing it. You're gone. You're on your way. You're leaving me for dead. You're trying to get out of there so that if Sasquatch is around and he's going to eat us, it's going to be me because you're gone already. That's the sense I get from the article that Larry's like, whoa, this motherfucker's trying to leave me runs him down, or just prevents it by hitting him with a stick. Once he clocked him with the stick, yeah, I think that's you know, when he choked him out. In the future, and I mean, Larry's probably going to jail for a while, but in the future, I think maybe perhaps Larry just yeah, doesn't need to be going, don't go noodling where Bigfoot's going to be. Yeah. Well, that's number one. They shouldn't, Larry should have known to begin with, oh, I'm going with Jimmy. Jimmy likes to go where the fucking Bigfoot's are at because everybody yeah. knows Bigfoot loves a big fat cat. So Bigfoot's probably out noodling too, fighting over noodling ground. Jimmy's like, no, Larry is like Jimmy. Why we always got to go yeah, you, over to Sasquatch Central? Why can't we go? I think. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's weird. Was that a question? That, I mean, noodlers they stick their hands 
down in the darkness of yeah. water. They have no Yeah. Oh, it's so much more than that. They have to they stick their whole bodies in holes, reach into the hole while they're underwater fighting in a hole with a giant catfish that now has wrapped its mouth all the way around their arm while they're underwater in a hole fighting to get it out before they die from being underwater. That's how crazy these fucking guys and are yes, and gals. They're good with that. But don't you dare yeah, that's okay. leave me alone in the woods with Bigfoot. Don't do it. Don't do it. I will kill you. That's that's murder worthy. He confessed to the children. He went back home. Larry did confess to his daughter because I think they he came in. I'll have, I can go look at the article, but for some reason he decided to confess to him. What he like, did where's because they were like, "Where's Larry?" Jimmy. Yeah, they're probably like, "Where's Jimmy? You left Jimmy. Jimmy. You're not back. Jimmy's not here." Larry's daughter oh, is dating Jimmy's oh, this son. Is, this is awful. And so, so he confessed to his daughter who's dating Jimmy's son and told both of them that, hey, I killed your dad because I strangled him because he was trying so to leave me to let South This is going to be a strain on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't only, not only did he kill his friend, his friend's dead. He's going to be going to prison for a very long time. His daughter, who's in love with Jimmy's son, Jimmy now doesn't have a dad. His future, possibly father-in-law, killed his father. Who knows if that relationship can survive? It might make him stronger, that, that but like it's probably going to pull him apart. But, you know, yeah. yeah it's just a sad, we should sad story all the way around. The fact that innocent until proven guilty. Uh, we don't know. Alleged. Well, he's, Even he though he can be guilty. So we don't know how this is going to play out in the courts in Oklahoma. He could get a lot of noodlers on his trial. Uh, jury. Now, the, the defense, yeah. I think it's the defense. The defense may want to get noodlers off of the jury uh, because they may be biased. Because I would, I would figure many noodlers uh, have the same prosecution. No, the, the prosecution, defense. the defense, Larry is the defense. His lawyer is the defense. He's defending himself against the prosecution who's prosecuting him there. Yeah, I would think the prosecutors would be like, what do you, you know, do you noodle? Are you familiar with noodling? Hell yeah, I love noodling. Been noodling for 22 years. Me and my family, wife, kids, we all go out noodling. Long time noodlers. Hell, I've been noodling for 20 some odd years. My pappy, my grandpappy, my pappy before him, they're all noodlers. you would be like, okay. This says we yeah. like to dismiss yeah. jury number 22. Yeah. Do you know anything about this case? Nah, but I noodle. Love me some noodling. <laughs> Is that a new tour? Was that the same no, juror or a new juror? That was a different one. Yeah. Same. That was a different one. A lot yeah. of, well, the Noodlers come, are going to come out. out. It's going to be fantastic. It's a trial I would, we're going to follow. You're going to be, probably gonna have to, you'll be all over to, that, I'm sure. You know, they're probably going to have to seek an area outside of Ada. Um, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good point. You have to go to a location. Well, you got to get away from Bigfoot country. Yeah, that's true. And you got to get away from Newland country. And I think there's yeah. a lot of issues there. I, I, I think he can get out. Yeah. I think he can get out of this with a slap on the wrist. 
A slap a on the wrist. Served. No probation. Time served. Or sympathetic to someone saying that probably a little fine for Bigfoot. I mean, is it not self defense? It's absolutely self defense. I don't. If it's gonna listen, it's you or me. If it comes down to it, who's gonna? If you and I are against Bigfoot mm-hmm. and you're threatening to leave me out there, yeah, I gotta do what I gotta do to survive. And I think he might be, you know, a bigger problem he probably has because you're right. I think he can get off of this in self-defense, but I think the bigger problem is, is noodling even legal? I mean, there's shows about noodling. You're trying to say noodling is possibly an illegal activity? Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because of the safety issues, because it's such a dangerous activity that I think noodling definitely might be a tickable offense. ice truckers? I don't know. I've I've only seen noodling on the on the YouTube's. I don't know if I've seen it on t- on the television. Maybe I have. Well, long story short, uh, rest oh, in peace, Jimmy Glenn Knight. Yeah, tragic story. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Don't like to Jimmy. hear people dying. It's very tragic. Uh, let's see what else we have next up. I've got. Uh, let's go with a little Lincoln family loses seven hundred thousand dollars in cryptocurrency scam. $700,000. It was lost between three individuals, so it wasn't just one lump sum. The victims are 39 years old, 43 years old, and 77 years old. Lincoln Police Department said in total the family lost 700000 in the scam, but individually the 39-year-old lost 220000 the 43-year-old lost 335000 and the 77-year-old lost $145,000. LPD was alerted about the scam on Monday when a family explained they'd invested in crypto for several months and now their accounts were locked. Police said the family was directed online from one website to another to invest and create accounts. According to the LPD, the family explained that they were told to invest more crypto to get their accounts unlocked. So their accounts got locked. Whoever they were in contact with in regards to this said, go to these websites, create more accounts, buy more crypto, and your accounts will be unlocked. Oof. I wonder, at what point in time were they already 50000 Like the one person who had lost 145000 Were they at like... $60,000 when this happened and they were like, oh, well we better buy more crypto because we're told to. And they're like, yeah, just put another uh, $84,000 in and they'll unlock your accounts and you'll have it all back. I just don't understand. That's a lot of money for each individual to have lost money and just continued down this trustworthy... Scams are rough, man. I, that's some of the like, lowest form of life out there and uh i tell my mom all the time because she'll answer any phone call and talk to these people I'm like not like they're smarter yes. than you yes i know you think you can like joke around but they yes. are up to no good and they will scam anyone that i like i i urge her not to answer the phone for unknown numbers like don't do it somehow they're gonna scam you i don't know how because i can't get into that mindset but somehow it's not gonna be good 
So you need to stop paying. Like, and I, I feel for those those three man. I I mean, it's amazing that it's three of them in the same family, and you would have thought at some point, and like you kind of said yeah. or alluded to, I'd be interested to see where the conversation started turning and be like, man, are we? Yeah. Right, you got three three heads are greater than one, and all three of these heads continue to pump money into this scam in order to unlock it and get access to their old money. That's just should be uh, concern number one. So I don't have access to my money in order to get it. You want me to spend more money to get that money? Red flag, ding, 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 bells, alarms are going off. I'm not doing that. Yet these individuals yeah, did. It's more than likely, probably not going to find out who did this to them. And more than likely, they're never going to see a dollar. No, 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 no. That's that would be. I don't see how they do. I get sick at the casino when my I was mom's like the exact same way. Mainly, just I can lose money wherever yeah. else. But when I'm at the casino, man, I really get frugal with the money. <laughs> Where where else well, would be a well, lost I mean, money situation? I waste a lot of money okay just on various things like you know spending out for. I mean, I, so I use the casino okay. as an example. Like it's the only yeah. place I waste money at. So I just want to make sure everybody's clear. I waste the money in a lot of right. different ways, but the casino. Well, but at the casino, you don't feel like you're getting any kind of rich. Sure, you're getting some sort of excitement, some sort of fun. People say it's fun to sit there and gamble, even though you lost. Well, I got to sit there for three hours and have fun, but I left $300 in the hole. You know, that's that doesn't make any sense. But if you go to the bar, typically, yes, you could spend extra hundred, hundreds of dollars, $100, $75, whatever amount of dollars at the bar. But you're drinking. You're getting toe up, usually, if you're spending a lot of money. You've got camaraderie. You're talking to friends, family, who knows what. So it's a good time. So I agree with you. I don't lo- I don't look at the bar as a money losing situation because I feel like I'm getting something in return, even though I'm not. I'm actually just physically harming myself. I'm paying to cause my body damage that could be irreversible. Um, but I don't feel like it's a loss. So I'm cool with that. I will go and continue to pump money into the here. Give me another. Give me more of your liquid poison. I'm loving it. Whew, makes me want to have a- exactly. Cheers. So, w- w- uh, in this in this article, I mean, is there any type of res- or is it just these are the the story and that's it? no, that's it. Those are the facts. It's a very very short article. I have given you all of the facts. Investigators said it's not clear if the seven hundred thousand dollar loss was in crypto or U.S. currency. And then the article gives us how to avoid crypto scams. According to the BBB, Better Business Bureau cryptocurrency accounted for the second highest scam losses reported to the Federal Trade Commission in 2021 yeah. with losses of $750 million. Guard your wallet. Um, I've got a cryptocurrency wallet, and the, pass- the password is like one, two, three, four. So four across, maybe five rows down, like 20 different words. Um, if you lose that, there's absolutely no way of getting access into your account. Um, look carefully at email addresses and website addresses. Do not pay for products with cryptocurrency. I thought that one was kind of an odd one. Isn't, don't you kind of want to be able to use the crypto to buy stuff at times? Be careful if someone asks you to pay with Bitcoin or another crypto, no one with the government will ever ask for this form of payment. So I guess if it's a government, somebody from a government's claiming they need crypto payment, don't pay in that situation. 
Beware of fake recovery companies. Watch out for fake reviews. Be wary of celebrity endorsements. Be careful about claims made on social media. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Don't, it stuff. should say, don't answer your phone. <laughs> don't answer your phone or don't. It does kind of tell you about the email thing. Be careful when you're uh, reviewing your emails. Make sure that they do look legit. But definitely don't answer your phone to unknown numbers. Oh, absolutely. I, I went down a rabbit hole on uh, YouTube the other day watching Scam. Um, so these guys, these brilliant fucking dudes on YouTube um, are able to scam the scammers. They get access to the... They're hackers. And they will contact the scammers. And while they're contacting them, they're able to access their... So there's a scam up there where, say, it's PayPal or Amazon is calling to say that you were overcharged. And they'll say, can we get access to your computer so we can show you this or that? They show you a fake statement that says you were charged two hundred and fifty dollars, um, and then once they gain access to your computer, they're able to do some shit. So he does that, and when they get access to his computer, he turns around and accesses their computers, steals all of the files from his computer, their computer, takes the call, uh, uh, the leads. He got thirty thousand American leads and twenty thousand Australian leads from one company. He finds their uh, addresses, their locations. Um, they sent um, time. They sent them packages in India. They're all in Calcutta and high tech city. These these cities in India, um, Indian call centers, and he they would make uh, packages. They'd mail them a package, and inside the package would be a time released container that was full of cockroaches. So all of a sudden, their call center has got. A, a crazy amount of cockroaches running around. They did one where that let out little rats. So little rats are running around. They had one where it was a glitter bomb and fart spray bomb. So when they open, and, they, and these boxes have cameras so they can see the glitter shooting everywhere and the fart spray going everywhere. They access their CCTV, their closed communication television inside so they can see where they're at. They access their personal information. So it's like they call them up. And he calls them by their real name because they'll be like, yeah, my name's Scott Johnson calling with Amazon. You were da 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 da. And he'd be like, your name is Prakash and you're from so-and-so. And they're amazing videos to watch. What he's capable of doing is absolutely phenomenal. And he does in some cases, uh, he uses money from endorsements and other things to help pay people that were victimized. Um, somebody reach out and say, I was scammed for $1,500 for this and he'll look into it and he'll pay them back and help get these people back. And he's in contact with the FBI and the police in India and all this stuff. It, if you've got free time and you want to watch something neat on YouTube, find uh, some, some, some hackers getting scammers, their phenomenal videos, because they really fuck these guys over and, and they don't know how to respond. It's, it's absolutely great. Um, another article real quickly here that I wanted to talk about. <sighs> this is a, an older article that I found, um, but it's just absolutely fun. Man caught with $34,000 worth of cocaine Ooh. under his toupee. Google, boys and girls, man caught with $34,000 worth of cocaine under his toupee. There's a picture of him. He's in Columbia, I believe. He literally has a nice bundle of cocaine worth $34,000 kind of molded to his head, but it still sits up two, three inches off of his head. And his toupee is just sitting on top of it. Um, and he thought, 
yeah, I can go through the airport with this $34,000 worth of cocaine underneath my toupee and everything will be just fine. But it wasn't. They thought that something looked off um, because of his hairpiece was disproportionate size. And so they uh, uh, were able to this? bust this idiot. Okay. This is in 2019. I saw, I think I saw it on Instagram. Uh, I just going through, I saw an article about it and I wrote it down thinking it had just happened. And then when I was doing my research and actually pulled up the article, I saw it was in 2019, but I thought it was still worthy of mentioning because it's absolutely astonishing that some fucking cokehead and he looks like an older gentleman. Uh, I could go back and look at the article, but there's really no other details to share other than the fact that an older gentleman with a damn sweater vest decided to put a toupee on top of a big-ass fucking bundle of cocaine and thought to himself, this is going to work. Yeah, those pictures are great. That's awesome. Isn't that phenomenal? How the fuck did that guy in his hotel room before he gets on an airplane think this is the move? Well, he was on a lot of coke, and uh, the, the, uh, the brain was turning. The brain was turning, and he was able to come up with this great idea in his cocaine... Yeah, it is full, cocaine full fueled mind, and it just—he didn't have. That's why you got to have a friend with you. You got to have a friend with you. To, <laughs> yeah, sober buddy. Yeah. Uh, a sober buddy. Situations like that. It makes me. You've seen the. Uh, you've seen the Chappelle show that where they uh, where they have mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rick James on it, and there's a clip that they would play over and over again where Rick James goes, <laughs> "Cocaine's a hell of a drug." In my brain, every time I'm looking at that, I'm like, what was this guy thinking? I hear that <laughs> that's cocaine's weird. a hell of a drug. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Fucking and imagine he, uh, he probably passed on that's the a way great... to the airport. They were like, you have cocaine under you. <laughs> 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 yeah. And what about the asshole like the cab driver or the Uber driver or the, the hotel bus driver or the person that checked him? You know, he, he was able – all of these people that saw him, just regular strangers that probably would have thought – who were probably cocaine lovers. They were like, I'd love me some cocaine too. And if I had the balls, I would love to smuggle a kilo of cocaine back to my home country with me as well because mm-hmm. that's how much I love cocaine. And I see a fellow cocaine lover clearly with a bundle of cocaine under his hair, and I just let him go. It's absolutely phenomenal how many, yes, I wonder how many people, did the people at the checkout, it's not their job. Let's let TSA handle this. Yeah, ridiculous. It's fucking great. Um, Another absolutely ridiculous story. Uh, Did you see the viral video of the two young ladies that just wrecked a restaurant in uh, New York? Because they were charged a dollar yeah, seventy five for extra me. sauce. I'll let you tell the story. My question is: Is this real? Oh, was good. This, was this real or was this staged, dude? How would you think that you saw the video? I mean, do you well, think somebody tell the story? Let's see what happened here. So there's a there's some women. It's late night. They're in New York. Chaos erupted inside a New York City restaurant and customers became violent after they were told there was a charge for dipping sauce for their French fries. Video posted online shows the violent food fight take place on July 4th, holiday weekend, 
at Bell Fries on Manhattan's Lower East Side. Employees were left traumatized by the chaos that began just after 4 a.m. So there's your first. Nothing good happens after midnight. Two of my employees were hit in the head with glass bottles. We'll skip that. Um, Another co-owner told that there were six employees at the restaurant, but none of them want to come back to work. The restaurant charges $1.75 for dipping sauce, but the customers didn't want to pay. They wanted extra sauce, quote, they wanted extra sauce for the fries. And when we explained that it cost $1.75, they got upset. Rafael Nunez, the restaurant's chef and the person who recorded the video of the brawl, told Univision, quote, we explained to them that this is a business rule and that it is the same for everyone, but they did not understand. The video shows the women ripping apart and throwing everything in sight. They went over the counter. They had that clear shield in between the employees and the customers for COVID protection that was that was really fastened on. They ripped all of those shields off. They went around the counter. They were grabbing everything they could. They were chunking it at the employees from behind. They They ripped everything off of the counter. I think they got the cash register on the ground. I mean, they absolutely destroyed from the counter back everything in that restaurant. They went ham. They threw everything they could get their hands at at these restaurant employees. If that wasn't real, that, that I mean, that restaurant was really like, we need, Bell Fries has not been doing well. Let's bolster business. Let's suck it up. We'll clean it up. We'll pay the price to fix whatever needs to be fixed and go viral, and maybe we can get some business. Is that a terrible idea? No, maybe not. Yeah, it says they're this looks like it. Was it's just, I mean, they're, they're in their 20s, and you have to think, how do people get this far in life yes. without being in jail forever if you react? It's the same thing with that subway story we told a couple weeks. How did that person get that yeah. far in life? Without being arrested and put behind bars. Like these three women probably went out and had a good time that night and then decided to just ruin their life because of a dollar seventy-five charge for dipping sauce. It's just mind boggling. But unfortunately, it's probably not gonna ruin their life. It's probably gonna get a uh they'll get a fine, they'll get a charge, uh, and they'll probably be just fine and do some similar shit in the, in the future. Um, but yes, I agree. That's absolutely phenomenal that what mindset are they in? What happened? How bad was their evening? Uh, they were dressed nicely. I'm sure they had a good time. It's 4 a.m. If you were having a shitty evening, you probably would have gone home earlier. Um, it's just, and this story is happening. This type of story is happening more and more and more. We talked about the subway shooting. We've got this story. I probably, in my research, came across three or four other stories of stupid restaurant shit where people got mad at employees um, because something was wrong. I saw a video of a guy at a McDonald's get upset at the drive through people um, so that he pulled his car up, got out, started pounding on the drive through window with all he had. He ended up going inside the store and fighting everybody. His girlfriend was going ham and fighting on shit. Yeah. This is the girls. It's absolutely astonishing. It happens so much that it's just beyond me that this can continue to happen 
it's not beyond me. What's crazy is that people are able to get so fucking upset that they don't think about what's going on. They don't think about what their actions are, what they're actually doing. They think that this is okay. They think that this is the right way to handle the shitty situation. And it's not a shitty situation. These fuckers said, you want extra sauce, it's $1.75. I agree. $1.75 for an extra sauce is an awful lot of money. For an, 50 cents is reasonable. $1.75, that better be a big container of fucking sauce. But I'm not going to go destroy the fucking restaurant because I'm not happy about $1.75 sauce. Obviously, we've got cooler heads that will prevail. Like, but there's like, what, 10 guys it's in just the background an amazing. watching all of this? Doing nothing. Yep. Nobody's Remember making that, any attempt that to stop the these finale rules. where they're, they're all in jail because of the New York law. But they they see uh, someone getting mugged and they do nothing about it. Uh, so they go in prison uh, because they did not. Yes, I forgot about Good that. Samaritan law, I think it was. Uh, that was kind of like that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. Insanity. They're, they're dressed nice. It looks like they had a Well, good let me night. ask you. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. they didn't, yeah. don't you think they'd have gone home earlier? If you're out till 4 a.m., hey. it's because you're having fun. Hey. You're still enjoying Cocaine yourself. Is a hell of a drug. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You talk about the fact that there was X amount of people behind him and nobody's doing anything. Oh, I'm leaving. Put yourself in I'm not shoes. I'm, what are you doing? I'm not watching. I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm out. 4 a.m. I got to go home anyway. I'm good. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I'm a watcher. I'll be honest with you. I'm watching the whole thing. And you know damn good and well. Yeah, I feel like we have one videotaping the whole goddamn thing. You had some experience like at Harps or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well. Or maybe there was a story we talked about. Oh, not a Harps, but what's your, what's your store, Russ's? What's the store do you have bag issues with? Hy-Vee. There was like some Hy-Vee story. Hy-Vee? Some time in the past. And we had that same discussion. I don't remember. Who knows? I don't remember. God knows I don't remember. Um, I got one last story that I want to wrap this up with, and it's a short one about our president of the United States, Joe Biden. I did. Very good. Did you see the teleprompter issue? I'm Ron Burgundy. It's fucking, fucking Joe. Come on, man. Why Joe's handlers aren't keeping him? There was a point in time whenever uh, the Trump, the Donald, didn't he stop doing press conferences and stop doing shit? He's he just kind of like, he went fuck y'all. I'm not doing this stuff anymore. When he ever came back, it was a train wreck, an absolute train wreck. Yeah. Let's keep Joe off the mic. Let's just, if you want to let him answer questions at interviews when he's getting off of the helicopter and he's going back into the White House, if we're going to let him answer questions, fine. Let him answer off of the cuff. But instruct them to be short with it. Don't try to go long-winded. Try to contain your thoughts to small thoughts. He on, let's see, he's he did a television um, thing. Let's see here. President Joe Biden speaks about abortion access during an event in Roosevelt Room of the White House Friday, July 8th. President Joe Biden took to the podium Friday to sign an executive order to protect access to abortion delivering remarks condemning the Supreme Court decision that ended the constitutional right. He, something he absolutely needed to do. But maybe Kamala does it and says these are Joe's words. Here's what he did. He said, quote, It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men 
who do so. End quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without. And then he went on. And you can see in the video the dude that's standing directly behind him makes a face. Kamala, she stays stoic. She doesn't break. She doesn't change the way she looks. But the guy behind him, who they can both see the teleprompter in front of Joe, and it says, in quote, repeat line, he just goes, his mouth just kind of opens up. Joe, you got to stop. It's amazing. He has so many gaffes where he where he stumbles on his words. He says the wrong thing. It's it's very comical, and at an all time low percentage, I think his uh, his a favorable approval. rating. What what rating would that be called? It's like at thirty. His approval yeah, rating. Thank you. Is it like thirty? Yeah, I mean, he's an old man. I mean, that was that was the knock on him to begin with, and that was the knock on yeah. Trump. You know, we were voting between a. 78 year old man and a 74 year old man. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was the way to go, in my opinion. Joe, Joe was the person yeah, that's why I voted all, for. These are the type of gaffes that I, I think were easy to predict. Uh, old people, these, I mean, yeah. you know, he's working probably 60, 70 hours a week. He's making a whole, I mean, basically everything he does is yeah. in front of cameras. He's going to make a whole bunch of gaffes because yeah. he, at the end of the day, yeah. he is a 78, 79-year-old man. <laughs> and There's no I way he runs again, do. right? I mean, it's possible we're going to have an election again between 80-year-old Joe Biden and 76, 77-year-old Donald Trump. And I, I think that would be horrible. But so, I mean, two years away, who knows? We'll see what happens. But yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it's just going to make more gaffes. And that's just, well, something, you know, something we're just going to have to try to figure out and deal with. Um, we have a lot more problems in the world, obviously, in our country, but gaffes do make the news. Sure. The gaffes sure. do, you know, unfortunately for Joe Biden and for the Democrat Party, when he makes a gaffe, it's big news because it talks about his mental acuity. Mental right. acuity? Exactly. That part acuity. made me laugh. I think it's it, was, it was funny, but uh, you would yeah. wish that I would wish I that agree. he would realize what he did in the moment and maybe comment on it. I think he should admit to the gaff. Sure, because it was it was funny with Trump when Trump would say the word oh. wrong and he would just go with that word that was a completely made up word because he already made the mistake. He wouldn't just admit to the fault. He'd write yeah, it out. Would, so you said he'd use it more than and, once. Uh, I, I just wish, you know, these politicians, <laughs> man, I just wish they would admit to their gaps when they make the mistake right off the bat and then we can move on. <laughs> I just feel like it'd be a much better strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And it would make it, it would make it uh, less uh, serious, right? If he, because it's like, he's not, if he doesn't comment on it, maybe he's not recognizing that. But even though he did, because yeah. he really started stumbling on his words after that. I think in his brain, yeah. after he said, in quote, repeat line, and then he went on, the light, bang, it turned on. And he was like, well, uh, yeah. uh, and now uh, his handlers uh, know uh, now uh, that for here on out, we're just going to have to write the line over. We're not going to put instructions in two cards anymore. We're going to, if we want him yeah. to repeat it, we're going to actually write it down a second time. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's amazing stuff. 
William, that's all, all right. I've got for this episode. Uh, hour and 12 minutes. Uh, I like this. We're going to try to come back, Doug, if we can. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We're going to try to come. I, I really want us to get on a weekend schedule. Um, and so I would like to, for, it's, I it's Tuesday right now. I would like for us to come back on the weekend so we can get an established, consistent weekend schedule. That's my hopes and dreams. That's my goals. Perhaps this weekend we can get together and maybe go a little bit longer and uh, with more details, more of the, I'm sure you have some Satgate. I'm sure we have some Doug Dash. I'm sure we have some other stuff out there, here, there, and everywhere. So we'll see. There's always something. Um, and hopefully next time, yeah, we need to get Mike. Now that we've done uh, no judgments here with all three of us on there, um, we'll get Mike in. On, let's shoot for, let's try to bring back uh, yeah, I miss that. Words with Dummies or Dead or Alive right. on the next on the next pod. That's it. Everybody, thanks for listening. Those of you that are out there, hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Leave a comment. Share it. Spread it. We need, we only need, so 1,000 minus 9. That's it's going to be 1,000 minus 900 minus 9. We've already got 9. We only need 1,000. 990. So we need. Yes, 990. 990. So 991. We need 991 more followers. We can do that easy. No problem. Quick like. Was that used correctly? Was that. It's cheddar? It would chat it chat would be like saying it's money, but it'd be I don't it's I don't think it will it could have been. And it's okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. William, thanks for making it happen this evening. Let's try to do it Saturday. Daytime would be fantastic if we can. But if we can't, we'll make it happen again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Let- We're dog and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail.